Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Truth Seekers. You're listening to A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com, and I'm your host, Michael Fordham. If you just click the link on my webpage or you're listening on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio player on my Facebook page and you want to call in live, look, we'd love to talk with you. Here's the number, 347-326-9470. Or if you like, you can tweet your questions and comments at A Measure of Truth. Also, if you haven't yet, why don't you look me up on Facebook? I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at measureoftruth at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow, like, and repost us on Facebook and Twitter. Look, we've got a great show for you today. We'll be right back after this. Sergio Chavez is a motivational speaker, life coach, and professional youth counselor. He has traveled across the U.S., Central America, and the Caribbean, engaging youth and young adults in a compelling and life-giving way through his facilitation and public speaking. As a child growing up in Falls Church, Virginia, Sergio developed a passion and gift for speaking and communicating through music, acting, and writing. He hit his first major turning point at age 12 when his father walked out on his family, which drove him to turn to the street life. Years later, he came to the realization that those around him, including himself, needed hope, restoration, and motivation. Sergio's ambition to spread this message moved him to begin speaking to small groups and family homes and working in inner-city communities. What started as a small discussion has now become speaking engagements in large venues, businesses, nonprofits, schools, and correctional facilities. He's known for his message of empowerment and motivation. His personal story inspires many across the nation to arise, dream big, and live a life without fear and limitations. Sergio Chavez, welcome to A Measure of Truth. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you for joining us. You know, I've been looking at, you know, some of the information, your background and your story. And, you know, we did have a chance to talk and I'm just really excited because it's rare that someone actually, you know, just turns their life around, period. But then become mm. such a force in the community afterwards. I mean, it's just a fantastic story. So just give us a brief rundown of um, how it all began for you. 
Well, you know, as mentioned there in the intro, you know, at a young age, uh, dealt with a lot of a lot of different challenges, um, things going on at home, which uh, you know, particularly with my father walking out on the family, uh, that led me to want to seek acceptance, belonging, um, and and in that led me to the wrong influences, the wrong people, uh, making poor choices. Uh, arrested multiple times, had to attend what's you know what are called in in Virginia where I grew up alternative schools. I had to attend an alternative high school for the first two years of my um, of my time in high school, and um, because of you know poor grades and just behavior issues, so those sorts of things you know were leading me to a path. You know, it was a dead end road really. It was you know a path to nowhere. Um, graduating high school was 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 far. You know, it wasn't it wasn't in my radar. Um, and going on to college, those sort of things that people are wanting to do and desire in high school, those things were far removed from me at that time because of things, again, going on at home and in my community. You know, my peers at that time, um, you know, drugs, gang involvement, violence, that was prevalent uh, amongst my peers in my community. So those were the sorts of things that were, you know, available to me um, and at my disposal whenever, you know, whenever I wanted to seek that out. That was a very dark period in my life, but what I found was um, that in the midst of that, I was able to connect with some great, great men and women that in spite of the the mistakes that I had made and the challenges that I was facing, um, the things that I was up against, you know, they they continued to encourage me, continued to just pour into me and and really just help me realize that that I could accomplish something in life, that I could be um, someone, you know, that that could uh, fulfill potential and purpose. And so, and so, you know, you know, there are too many for me to name, but there's just a lot of great men and women uh, that were around at that time that really supported me. And so I was able to turn things around and, and it was just a series of decisions that I had to make. And I always say, you know, life is all about, you know, a a series of small decisions that we make that make a great impact in our lives. And so, you know, that's, that's, that's how, that's how my story really began. Yeah, and now it's it's amazing to me because um, you had all the trappings and the outward appearance, I'm sure, would have um, told a different story. What was it that they saw in you? How did they see past, you know, the things that would probably, you know, make other people raise their guard? You know what? I ask myself that all the time. Mm. (laughs) Okay, yeah. And, you know, know, uh, really, one of the things that, that I hold near and dear is my faith. And, uh, and, and, and so I believe that those folks just had something, um, you know, within them, just, just, uh, just, you know, that sense of wanting to care for people, just Mm -hmm. love and, and, and kindness in their heart to, to be able to, to look past, you know, uh, my appearance, my behavior, the way I would speak, the way I would act, you know, for whatever reason, it just seemed like God had placed them in my path, um, you know, and, 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 and just, you know, they were there, they were there and they would continue to push me. And so, and through that, you know, made just, just some decisions I you know, the decisions I had to make, you know, separating myself from the, from the friends that were, that were really holding me back. Um, they really helped me to start to, to create a vision for my life. You know, at that, at that young age, you know, they, they, they taught me about creating a vision, you know, before mm. that, my vision was just, <laughs> was just wanting to hang out. I was already into the arts, into songwriting, doing music. And so, I, you know, at that young age, I said, I, I want to be a star. I want to be a rapper. And I want to, <laughs> I want to, I want to just, you know, be on stages. Uh, but they helped me to, 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 to structure a, a vision for myself. And, uh, and really then I just had to make a decision for myself. You know, I told myself, I just, I can't allow anyone or anything uh, to hold me back from what I want to accomplish in life. And so I um, was able to graduate high school, was able to transfer back into, uh, you know, uh, a regular high school from that alternative school, graduated high school, went on to college, with, which was a big accomplishment being that, you know, my, my parents came from Nicaragua which is in Central America, the poorest country to date, the poorest country in Central America. Um, mm. They came with nothing to this country. My mother came very young, pregnant with my older sister. And so she came to this country with a dream, you know, coming from a very poor country and into a, a low-income, underserved community here in Virginia um, in the Falls Church area, 
you know, not not able to speak the language, uh, you know, n- not much uh, to her name, but with a dream. And so, for me to enroll in, in college and 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 to and to be able to graduate was just a big deal for you know not only for me but for my family. Um, was the first to do it in my family, so it was a mm-hmm. big deal. And uh, and just you know, and then continuing to do the work that I've been doing for. I say the last uh, 11 years, you know, it, it's just, it's been a, a tremendous blessing and extremely fortunate. Yeah, absolutely. Extremely fortunate because you got out of a lifestyle that many don't get out of alive. And um, yeah. that that's amazing in itself. But, um, you know, one of the things I wanted to know too, is at what age, what age was it when you began to really get it when these people reached out to you? Um, how old were you then? I was I was 15 going on 16. So, you know, the 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 real tough years were ages 11 through again uh going on 16. So, you know, I, my 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 career in the streets wasn't too long. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> I started coming across some situations, you know, uh, you know, it, for those that 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 have been in that world Mm-hmm. And, or you know, used to live that way, or know people that are in that world, in the streets, and gang involved, and different things. You know that life, and that life is no fun at all. You know, I'm talking about walking down the street and having guys just, you know, come up to you and run up on you, as they, you know, as they say, um, mm-hmm. and not fun. People coming to look for you at your house, at your home. Like, wow. you know, I said, wow. you know what, this. This, this, you know, the police just, you know, constantly keeping their eye on you because they know the crowd you're hanging around. I said, you know what, this is not for me. So not only was I experiencing a lot of things personally, you know, uh, within myself because of the, the lifestyle I was living, the people I was hanging around, but then, you know, just hearing about opportunities and, again, you know, creating a vision and I'm, and I'm, and I'm having to face myself at, at that age, 15 to 16. I said, you know what, this is this is getting me nowhere. And I, you know, there are opportunities, there are things that, you know, that I, that I can do. And and so it it just, it just boiled down to a decision, you know, and, and it wasn't an easy transition, you know, it wasn't an easy process to come out of that. Um, You know, obviously you, you know, you have your peers, your friends that are, that are wanting to pull you back. I had to go through that, you know, people, uh, you know, being negative and, and, when I would share my dreams, what I wanted to accomplish, what I wanted to do, um, you know, go on to college and, 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 and build some sort of career, you know, there were, there was always the naysayers, always people that were critical and negative. So I just told myself, you know, I got to separate myself from these folks and, and at least for a while and connect with some people that will be able to encourage my dreams and motivate me and encourage me. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what I wanted to do, what's been in my heart from that age, uh, 16 years old, I always told myself I wanted to go back to those uh, that may have been critical, negative, may have been naysayers, and hopefully share something with them um, that would inspire, encourage, and motivate them. So that's that's really why I do what I do. It 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 it, it stems from, you know, having gone through my experiences, having uh, transitioned out of that, made something. Um, for myself and for my family and then being able to share that with them and telling them, Hey, listen, you can do the same thing. You can do the same thing with the right support, with the right attitude, making the right decisions, connecting yourself with, you know, with the right resources. And if, and if you don't have the resources, let's, let's see how we can get you the resources you need. What, you know, um, that, that's where my passion stems from is the belief that, you know, that they can do it too. And uh, that's a great segue when you talk about resources um, into actually talking about Mentor Foundation USA. And just tell us a little bit about the organization and, and what they do to have an impact on the community. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been uh, fortunate to work with an organization called the Mentor Foundation USA, and uh, they're headquartered here in uh, in Tyson's Corner. They're doing phenomenal work. Uh, in terms of um, substance substance abuse prevention, so in the, mm-hmm. they're in the prevention field, and uh, again the whole the whole premise and goal is providing opportunities, giving young people tools, uh, and they do it through various means. You know whether it's career mentoring, will will uh, you know they'll adopt a school, connect them with a business, and have 
the business mentor, that folks that are part of the business, part of the company, mentor these young people. So they'll meet, you know, at the place of business, and and I'll facilitate sessions with them. Um, I'm sort of the bridge. As a facilitator, my job is to be a bridge for the mentors and mentees and connecting them, um, providing dynamic uh, sessions where they connect with one another, but, again, they're giving tools uh, and resources. So, you know, whether it's doing that career mentoring or it's doing uh, what we call youth rallies where we go in into a school and we bring inspirational speakers and um, and we do all types of exercises and activities, things that, um, that you know, to give them information and to give them awareness about uh, about the different things that ca- they can accomplish, the things that are out, you know, out here in the world that, you know, that they may face, the challenges that the, that the world may bring, um, and how to overcome those things. So, you know, they're doing phenomenal work. It, 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 again, it's, it's about providing these tools, these resources, um, giving them the tools of overcoming. So what does goal setting look like? We'll go into a school, facilitate sessions about goal setting. Very important, very critical for a young person because when we're young, we have have to navigate through so many challenges in times of change, right? You know, even when when I was, when I was growing up, you know, we didn't have social media, the different things that, that are now, you know, available to us, but that also presents, uh, with 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 advanced technology that presents uh, you know new challenges. So it's like how do you navigate these different challenges of you know bullying and and substance abuse and 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 all types of different you know issues that are going on. So how do you overcome that? How do you how do you navigate through those things? So they're doing phenomenal work. Mentor Foundation USA. Where you know when it comes to that. Yeah, that's great. And um, how did you first connect with them? I connected with them, uh, you know, what I was, for the last, I'd say, going on uh, 10 years or so, I've been in the youth development world. That's something that I've dedicated myself to, um, mm-hmm. facilitating motivational speaking. And uh, and what I ended up doing was I, you know, created a, my own business. And, uh, and what I do through my business is I connect. So I am... Essentially, I'm a contractor, a consultant for companies, nonprofits, and uh, and in and in that line of work, I connected to Mentor Foundation about about a, uh, two years now, and uh, and just began doing work with them again, doing uh, facilitation, and uh, and that's you know afforded me some great opportunities, traveling up to New York and helping support our programming up in uh, Columbia County. Um, doing, you know, what's called the Shatter the Myths Youth Rally, doing that all throughout the, the DMV, uh, the metropolitan area, and uh, and even outside of that, doing doing those in New York City and in upstate New York. Um, so it's a beautiful thing because, you know, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I'm in the world of facilitation and motivational speaking, but what I didn't mention and I didn't get too much into it is I'm an artist from time to time. Now I say it's from time to time because I'm a father, I'm a, right. I'm a husband, and and you know and, and I a also, pastor and a pastor. And I, that's what I was getting ready to mention. I also yeah. need a church plant here in in Greenbelt, Maryland. So between all those things. I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't get to invest as much uh, uh, into art, songwriting, spoken word as much as I would like to. But, um, uh, you know, through Mentor Foundation, I get a lot of great opportunities to, to perform and to do things with young people um, because the young people love it. You know, usually when uh, a speaker goes into a school, you know, they, they'll get the, you know, the students looking at the speaker and saying, oh, here comes another another speaker. He's going he's gonna, he's gonna to tell us what we already know. And so I li- I kind of like to break that um, and introduce myself just doing art, spoken word, right, poetry, right. so that that that, that mm-hmm. grabs them, that captures their attention. So yeah, you know I'm an artist from time to time as well. <laughs> awesome man, awesome. And um, I, I just saw someone that liked our post for the show, um, uh, alumni from Liberty University. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. So you know. You've come all the way around the block. I mean, made a total turnaround. And I just want you to share something with people because, you know, you gave them a little bit about how, you know, important it was for you to change and how you saw things differently. But for some people, 
who don't have yet that vision and may not have a situation where they can seek a mentor and help them with the process, um, t- just talk to them about some of the things that they really need to think about that they're not considering in their current situation that they really need to see clearly and a little differently. Yeah, you know, that's 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 a, that's a great question, and I feel that it's, um, you know, it's, it can be a very elaborate answer, um, mm-hmm. you know, f- for that question. Um, but for, for young people or just people in general, um, you know, I find that a lot of people, they, they'll get stuck in, 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 in situations where either they'll become comfortable um, because they don't, you know, it's, it's what's familiar. Um, so that, that can be an issue or, you know, there's always the, there's always the, the one that says, you know, um, I don't have access. And so, the, and, and for some, it may be true for some others, it, it, it might just be that they're not aware of it. So it could be, it could be a lot of different things. Um, but again, some things to consider is, um, you know, it doesn't cost anyone. Just like when I think about my mother and I think about many great men and women who've accomplished great things, you know, a lot of times they didn't have um, the resources. They didn't have um, necessarily the detail of how everything was going to play out. You know, everything began with a dream and a vision. And mm-hmm. I remember my grandmother would always tell me, it doesn't cost anything to dream. And so, yeah. and so with that said, um, again, it's, it's being able to, you know, make that decision for yourself and, and making up in your mind, this is what I want to do. This is possible. And, I, and, and we can see what's possible with, with advanced technology we see on TV, social media. It's unbelievable the things that, that people are doing now in terms of building businesses, careers, and just making, uh, you know, um, just getting out of situations, but, you know, being creative. I always say that uh, necessity births creativity, right? <laughs> A lot of people create things right. and they envision mm-hmm. things and they dream about things out of necessity. And so, and so just going back to my initial point, just dreaming, believing um, what's out there and, and, and starting from there, um, very important because, you know, I, I believe that things will, will fall into place once you make that decision and just putting it out there, connecting with different people, having conversations about what it is that you envision and you dream. And then, you know, the importance of networking, community, um, just taking those steps. And, uh, and again, just having the, the, a, a resilient spirit I always talk about, you know, whenever yeah. I'm, I'm engaging, mm-hmm. whether it's coaching individuals or coaching companies, organizations, a resilient spirit, you know, we're going to constantly be faced with things that are going to want to knock us down, um, but it's all about being resilient. And so, um, you know, whether you don't have resources or whether you, you do, you know, we're still faced with challenges and it's all about being resilient. I feel like that's a constant theme in in my work and what I do and you know, it's something that's embedded in my DNA. It's I'm constantly um telling myself and those around me it's, it's about being resilient, it's about persevering through it all. And so um yeah, those are just some thoughts that I have about that. And that's awesome. You know, um and you're pretty much saying your passion has a purpose and um you know, sometimes we we tell our dreams to the wrong people. And that doesn't mean based on their opinion of them that they're not worthy dreams. We just have to know what's for us and, and hold it close to the vest and just not give it up. And um, that's that's a path that leads us in the wrong direction as well when you give up on the things that you aspire to be in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll, 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 we'll get uh, whenever, you know, I've, I've, I've in having conversations with entrepreneurs, business owners, motivational speakers, you know, you always get the group of people, and it's most difficult when it comes to, to from the ones that we love most, right? You you share a dream or a vision, and they'll tell you it's not for you. That's not going to work. That's not. Or here's the biggest one: it's not going to pay your bills, <laughs> and uh, and so you're always going to get that. But what I find is, is if, if, if you sense that you've been truly called to something, you're passionate, you're gifted in that area, you have the abilities, um, it's something that, that, that you're passionate about. I mean, it keeps you awake at night. You wake up in the morning, you're thinking about it throughout the day. You're just, you know, you're, you're planning and you're plotting, and you're putting those ideas down. 
you know, those are the sorts of things that we need to really invest in and, 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 and make something, you know, out of it, uh, I believe, and, and just pour our energy, our energy, our time, our talent. Um, but it's not easy, you know, and me wanting to do motivational speaking when I was a young person, I never would have imagined doing that. I thought it was going to be music, what I was going to use to, to impact large groups or even small groups. Um, but then again, through the, through, through my journey, I discovered, Hey, I have, I have an ability. I'm able to connect with people, um, and then began to build on the skills of facilitation, build on the skills of speaking, um, had a passion for it. Again, it's something that will keep me up at night. And just, just looking at all those different things, my giftings, my abilities, um, and my skills, kind of merging those things. I said, you know what, maybe I can do this. And, uh, and it hasn't been an easy path, um, but it's something that I'm constantly fighting for and, um, and I'm grateful for it. And, and, it, and it's afforded me many great opportunities. But, again, it's about believing it and persevering through it all because there are days where you, you know, want to give up throw in a towel because we you know, we'll say we want it overnight and that's the biggest thing. A lot of people um want things overnight. And so if 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 there's a young person, you know, listening to this, uh <laughs> and you know this Michael, we live in an age where everything is instant, right? We have mm-hmm. Instagram, we have social media, we have microwaves, we have easy pass lanes, we have uh, you know, what is it in the grocery stores where you can now self-check out everything is right, right. immediate. So we, so what's happened is we're in, we're in a time where we desire instant gratification. We want it now, but the reality is when it comes to dreams, visions, and, and, and the things that we're passionate about, it may not come overnight. And just because it doesn't come overnight, doesn't mean that it's not meant for you. It just means that you have to continue to persevere push through the challenging days and and just be patient that's the biggest thing be patient but being productive right it's not just being patient sitting around like you know sitting on your hands it's about being patient you know resilient but being productive at the same time yeah you got to keep it moving well sergio we're we're almost at the um the end of your segment i know you've got some place you have to be so i want to make sure you have time to let people know how they can connect with you your social media the websites of the companies you're working with yeah, you know, I, I want to thank you again, Michael, for the opportunity. It's been great to chat with you, connect with you, and I'm looking forward to uh, to building more, you know, in the in the future. So, uh, if anyone wants to connect with me, they can visit my website. It's uh, Sergio-Chavez.com. That's S-E-R-G-I-O-Chavez, C-H-A-V-E-Z.com, and I'm on social media. Uh, I'm on there every day. We can connect there, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm at S.A. Chavez, J.R. Um, on social media. That's S-A-C-H-A-V-E-Z-J-R. And, uh, and yeah, just stay connected. Um, I'll post up inspirational videos and quotes and different things. That you'll be able to see what I'm doing between work for Mentor Foundation USA. You'll be able to see the work that we're doing in a brand new church plant here in Greenbelt. Um, which is really exciting. We just had what's called uh, My Hope Fest. It was our first annual community day, Friends and Family Day, and we had over 400 people come out. We gave out over 250 backpacks. We Mm. served over 500 meals um, to the community. I mean, it was incredible. Moon bounces, live concert, performances. It was an incredible time we had this past Saturday. And and those are the sort of things that again I'm passionate. I love doing. I love people. Love the community. And so, uh, just uh, I would encourage you know who uh, the listeners to connect with me. Awesome, awesome. And I just wanted to give the website as well for Mentor Foundation. That's mentorfoundation.org. Just to make sure you guys get that right. Not .com. Well, That's Sergio, right. man. I can't wait to have you back on again, and I'm going to make sure that happens real soon because um, we, we just scraped the surface here. Yeah. <laughs> Got a lot more to share. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I'm um, looking forward to really taking a closer look at all the good work that you do and promoting your events and just, you know, staying connected with Mentor Foundation USA as well. And, um, you know, again, um, I appreciate you taking time out. You're a busy guy. Got lots of things going on, but a lot of good stuff, you know. So, you know, I, I see the world is trying to squeeze it all out of you. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, well, thank you again for taking time out and, um, you know, 
kudos to all the work that you do and uh, peace and blessings. Yes. Thanks so much. Take care. Okay. If I may paraphrase Stephen King. This message is more for me than it is for you. But for some reason, I felt compelled to share it. I have quite a few of these messages that I write, but I tend to keep them to myself. But this one just would not let me tuck it away with the rest. Although I've added and changed a number of phrases to make this message more broad and speak to a more diverse group of those in need, please know that I'm not talking about anyone in particular. This message was first and foremost for me. Welcome to my world. You know, the world has become obsessed with the selfie. A self-portrait that often gives the subject control over how they are portrayed in a given environment. In a photograph that allows them to capture an image of themselves as they want to be seen, but not necessarily the way things actually appeared at the time of the photo. This allows them to make a number of adjustments and corrections to make their appearance or their life seem far more interesting. When we have too much control over how we appear to others without doing the work, it detracts from who we need to be, and we forget about growing spiritually and not just appearing better. We lose focus on what is true about ourselves, our God-given purpose, the thing that makes us special and unique. Take a close look at your life. Are you where you want to be or are you where you need to be? Well, they're probably one and the same. Well, let me explain. If you're not where you want to be in your life, but you're doing nothing to change the state that you're in, then you must be where you want to be, even if it is just for lack of effort. But sometimes we're in a place in our lives where it's not where we want to be, but still we understand that it's where we need to be in this season in order to gather the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding needed to take us to that next destination. Do me a favor. When you get a chance, close your eyes and think of anyone that you respect and admire and that, in your opinion, lives a life that you could only dream of or even hope to achieve or surpass their level of success. Think about the things that you admire about them the most their wealth, talent, uh, intellect, or even their swagger, ego, or confidence. Believe it or not, you will find that the greatest difference between you and them and the key secret to their success in life and the key to yours as well is this small thing that everyone has access to. And I mean everyone, rich, poor, old, young, no matter your race or gender. So that's the good news. We all have what it takes to achieve unimaginable success. But the real question is, do we want it bad enough to do absolutely everything it takes to achieve it? Well, we're about to find out. Most of our life experiences are deeply rooted in a small, seemingly inconsequential events that occur day to day. The choices that we make in our interactions with people, the steps we take towards our personal success in the work that we do, and how we manage and utilize our time, knowledge, skills, and abilities. Each of these bring with it a new or familiar experience, an opportunity to use our knowledge and wisdom from past successes or past mistakes to foresee the consequences of our actions so that we will make good decisions and lower our risk of negative outcomes. This thing that has taken over our lives and enslaved us has no regard for a life best lived. It is that day-to-day routine called habit. Yes, your habits are so much a part of who you are 
that what you do and what you say are all shaped by your habits. When friends or someone who thinks highly of you talks about you, they often describe your admirable traits as a result of your good habits. Conversely, when someone speaks poorly of you, they often speak of things that are lacking that are direct results of your bad habits. You know, just as on the Internet you are who Google says you are, in the real world you are who your reputation is based on and what your habits portray you to be. Believe it or not, your bad habits are literally wasting your life stealing your success, destroying relationships, siphoning your finances, and leaving you bitter, depressed, angry, and resentful. In short, most of your bad decisions, mistakes, squandered opportunities, love lost, emotional outbursts, rude and reckless behavior, broken relationships, and lack of self-control, and a host of others, are all things that you expertly do without thinking and are all rooted in this silent beast called habit. Wikipedia references the American Journal of Psychology of 1903, and it defines habit this way, and I quote, A habit from the standpoint of psychology is more or less the fixed way of thinking, willing, or feeling acquired through previous repetition of a mental experience. Habitual behavior often goes unnoticed in persons exhibiting it because a person does not need to engage in self-analysis when undertaking routine tasks, So if habits are a fixed way of thinking, surely our bad habits, our brokenness, can be fixed. And since it is acquired through repetition of a mental experience, it's also something that we can engage in without thinking about. If we create new good habits, in time we will not even have to think about our good habits to reap their rewards. Here's the kicker. We often delegate some of the most crucial and life-altering decisions in our lives to something that has a frightening amount of control over us and may very well choose the life we lead with little or none of our thoughtful input. This is because our bad habits have the power to nullify our good decisions, no matter how passionate or well-intended. And yet we pretend that it's something that we cannot change because it's just the way we are. This is how God made me. It's complicated. I beg to differ. We do have control over who we are, how we live our lives, and how we treat others. So every day that we wake up, and are given the blessing of leaving our mark on this day, we have the opportunity and the obligation to change the world for the better by changing who we are, what we contribute in our lives, and the lives of others. Here's an interesting observation. Every buzz, beep, or chirp of our phones are literally retraining our minds to act before we think. And because this has become so common, This abnormal behavior is now deemed acceptable and no cause for alarm. Watch the news tonight and you will find numerous stories of people who acted out before they thought of what they were doing or the consequences of their actions. When watching these events, we often say to ourselves, Who does that? What did they think would happen? What were they thinking? The truth of the matter is, They were not thinking at all. Our habits may or may not land us on the 6 o'clock news, but if we don't think first, the odds of us making wise decisions are just left to chance. And when the odds don't fall in our favor, we encounter numerous negative outcomes and repercussions that add no value to our lives and occupy time that could be better spent on something positive and redeeming like success. Bottom line, we need to reclaim the time we waste by not taking control over our actions if we want better lives for ourselves and our loved ones. So as you can see, this is pretty serious stuff. So what can you do to prevent your eventual decline down this slippery slope? 
Well, I'm about to tell you. So if you need to take notes, here is where you want to start. Okay, after this mental beatdown, I owe you at least this, so here's the cure. And I have to say, for those of you who will pray about it first, will have far more success than those who won't. Sorry, I don't make the rules. If you want more power over your life, you have to go to a higher power. Wikipedia also notes that the habit-goal interface or interaction is constrained by the particular manner in which habits are learned and represented in memory. Specifically, the associative learning underlying habits is characterized by the slow, incremental accrual of information over time in procedural memory. Habits can either benefit or hurt the goals a person sets for themselves. So before you set goals for yourself that you can actually attain, you first have to change your habits. So here's how to get started. It's as easy as this one simple affirmation that will help you to master success. Here it is. When I see the need to do better in my life, I will center my focus on doing different things and doing things differently. If you are truly committed, either one or both of these things will plant the seed of success. Here it is again. When I see the need to do better in my life, I will center my focus on doing different things and doing things differently. Although it seems simple enough, the results are amazing. If you listen to the story of any successful person or anyone who's done anything great, you will always hear this familiar phrase or something similar that they often describe as an epiphany. The Cambridge Dictionary defines epiphany as a moment when you suddenly feel that you understand or suddenly become conscious of something that is very important to you. Dictionary.com says a sudden intuitive perception or insight into the reality or essential meaning of something, usually initiated by some simple, homely, or commonplace occurrence or experience. In the real world, it sounds more like this. You hear someone tell their story and they would say, When such and such happened, I made a decision. I said to myself, I promised myself, I told myself, from now on, I will never, I can't let that happen again, as long as I live and breathe. When I said that, my whole life changed for the better. So that's it. In a nutshell, you have to be able to make a promise to yourself and keep it. I have to be honest with you. For many of you listening, it all ends right here because many of you don't know how to make and keep a promise to yourself. It's sad but true. You know what's funny about someone who can't keep a promise is that when they make a promise that they won't keep, it's always one that would be too difficult for anyone to keep. So when they fail to keep their promise, it's that it was too hard to keep. And even though you didn't make the promise, they will happily inform you that you couldn't keep that promise either. So you're no better than they are to call them out on it. But I don't want to leave anybody out. So I will add something for you if this is your challenge as well. That's the awesome thing about what I'm asking you to do. Even if you can't keep a promise to yourself, it's the first bad habit you can break by keeping one small promise to yourself. Here's a small promise that everyone can keep. Look, this is not difficult, but it does require some preparation. You really need to make a big deal out of this and give it all of your attention and intention. Look at yourself in the bathroom mirror and say to yourself with all the intensity and conviction you can muster, and I mean look yourself square in the eye and say to yourself and really, really mean it, 
and know that nothing will keep this from happening, come hell or high water. Promise to yourself that every day I am able, I will wash my hands. And after you say that, wash your hands. Oh, that's not the end of the exercise. After you wash your hands, I want you to look at yourself in the mirror and say to yourself with the same power and strength, I mean, puff out your chest and say, I did what I said I would do, and I kept my promise. I know this may seem silly to some, but if you do this, I promise you, you will never see yourself the same. From this point forward, without even thinking about it, whenever you wash your hands, you will remember your promise and know that you are capable of keeping your promise. You will also understand that you are capable of doing above and beyond what you promised. You will also note that you kept your promise very early in the day and did not take much effort to keep your promise. Eventually, every time you even hear running water, you will remember your promise and knowing that you are a man or woman of your word will give you a sense of self-assured confidence that you can't even imagine. This is so powerful. I challenge you to try it. With that being said, let me warn you. What I'm offering you is a little guidance and just as your GPS will help you to get to your destination, it will not put gas in your car. It will not signal the turns along the way. It will drop you at your destination, but what you do when you get there is all up to you. Just as you need to program your GPS so that it will provide the guidance, you need to program your mind and be clear about your destination in order for you to get there. It's your life. You need to do the work. You need to take the steps to make it happen. Are you still with me? By now, I'm sure that I've lost quite a few. But that's okay. I'll be the first one to say that this message is not for everyone. This message is not about Facebook likes or attempts to blow up my Twitter feed. I don't expect this message to be popular. I expect it to help someone who really thinks that they need some guidance in making positive changes in their lives. That's all I want, is to help someone in need find this message when they need it the most. Take control over their lives and become a wellspring of love, peace, and prosperity and positive vibes wherever they are right now. If you're really serious about making incredible changes in your life, you need to make some commitments. Not to me or anyone else, but to yourself. You have to commit to yourself that this is truly what you want and are willing to do to add to your life everything that you feel you need to live a prosperous life. So herein lies another great secret to success that we have all heard before, but few have really understood its relevance. So here's the work. Start paying close attention to the things that you do without thinking. Your habits. Note things that you feel that are your bad habits and why they are bad. The consequences of these bad habits and what you hope to be the result of the change. Next, you need to figure out if you will do things differently or do different things or both to break that habit. In our previous example of washing hands, we chose to do things differently. We added to this simple everyday task a new objective to not only clean our hands but to remind us of our promises that we make to ourselves and to create and enforce a habit of keeping our promises. Sometimes it's best to replace your habit with another good habit and create a positive act to take its place. 
A positive habit reaps positive outcomes. So not being a bad habit is not enough. It has to have a positive return. So you'll need to envision what your new good habit will do for you in your life and document if this is an action that will get you there. There are many ways to fail, but you have fewer options for success. But with that, the bonus is is you have less options to choose from to get it right. So if one doesn't work, move on to another. Grab a calendar and track the success of your new habit for 30 to 35 days as a solid new behavior. And note how it has changed your life. With practice and success, you can start with one habit a month and work your way up to six or seven new good habits a month. And in the process, the new life of happiness and prosperity that you've been waiting for. That prayer piece is very important as well. But I do understand that some of you may have an aversion to prayer and may not even believe in God at all. I just want you to know that whether or not you believe in God, God still loves you. Some of you may have the wrong impression of God in thinking that he's always angry and looking for every opportunity to punish us for our sins. But this is not the case at all. In the Bible, it clearly states in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Verse 12, Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. It all begins right there. If you call, he will listen. No matter how bad you think your life is right now, it can all turn around in an instant. If you believe. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 through 10 says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. These timeless principles are based on the wisdom of the ages and will never become passé. So no matter when you hear this message, the results will be the same. So don't concern yourself about what others may say about your new self and the haters who will surely try to derail your success. Haters are going to hate. So be prepared. You will be surprised at how many people who will see your changes and your progress, who will encourage you one day and then try to pull you backwards and undo the work that you've done the next. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12 says, We do not dare to classify or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves when they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves. They are not wise. As you can see, this is something that all of us can do at some level to take control over our lives by choosing our own path and arrive at a destination that we have the power to choose for ourselves. That need only be based on who we are right here and now. The only thing you need to get started is God and the motivation. If I may paraphrase Stephen King, The most important things are the hardest things to say. These are the things you feel ashamed of because mere words only diminish the thought. You see, words shrink things that seem limitless when they were in our hearts and minds to no more than just living size when brought out into the open. Oh, but it's more than that, isn't it? 
You see, the most important things lie too close to wherever your secret heart is buried. Like landmarks to a treasurer, your enemies would love to steal away and use against you at the worst possible moment. But still, you make revelations that cost you dearly, only to have people look at you like you're crazy, not understanding what you've said at all or why you thought it was so important that you almost cried when you were saying it. Do you know what's even worse than that? Is when the secret stays locked within and you can't get it out. Not for want of the courage to talk about it, but for want of someone who will just listen. Just listen. As someone who spends a great deal of time searching for the truth, the lesson that I've learned from this quote is, if you want the truth, you have to be prepared to release all judgment and be open enough to hear and accept the truth in whatever form it might take. Judgment alters the truth by changing how it's told or presented. Not accepting the truth stops the bearer from sharing the truth. Ignoring the truth kills ambition and is a recipe for disaster and makes success impossible. We all over the years have learned to guard ourselves against deception, but I've also come to realize that in most cases, you don't even have to discover or discern the truth. You just have to let it be and see it for what it is. Maybe you have a story too. It doesn't have to be just like the one we've heard. Hey, I just want to let you know, I'm here and I'm willing to listen. All I ask from you is a measure of truth. Well, we've come to the end of another great show. Special thanks to our producer, Donna Hardiman. I'm Michael Fordham, and you've been listening to A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. Before you go, here's a little something to take with you. Ask God for wisdom daily, but know that your lesson can come from anybody or any situation, good or bad, friend or foe. Watch your thoughts. They become words. And watch your words. They become actions. And watch your actions. They become habits. And watch your habits. They become your character. And watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Until we meet again, take care of what becomes of you. Yeah.